Hello, ladies. Welcome to the Daily Bread Podcast, hosted by The Women Well. We pray today you are brought near to the Father's heart and you receive daily bread from His presence through this conversation. Enjoy. Hi, guys. (laughs) You're probably thinking to yourself, this is not Marcella. (laughs) Marcella is actually preparing for the birth of little baby Eden. Yeah. So, in her place... It is I, Bailey <laughs> Redman, <laughs> here to host the podcast, which I'm so excited about because um, I, just from walking with Marcella and being a part of the well and all the things, I don't even know how long it's been. It's been like, what, two years now or something? Well, it's been two years? Really more because the well, the history of the well goes back more than two years. Yeah. But. However mm-hmm. long. Oh, since 2020. Okay. The well mm-hmm. began in 2020. From the beginning of the well, when it started, I've watched this whole thing unfold and develop and this community of women Mm -hmm. and the mothers and the wives and the singles, just all these women that have come from all over who have been a part of this community with the well. Mm -hmm. It has been incredible to just see the way that God has just been moving on hearts of women. So I'm super honored to be hosting in her place. And I'm really excited today because I have one of my best friends no. in the whole wide world, Gretita Greta. With my best friend in the whole wide world. <laughs> uh, I have Greta with me. And I'm really excited because if you don't know, you probably have heard Marcella talk about this a few times, but the well was originally founded on two scripture, Luke 1 mm-hmm. and John 4, which... There's some pretty crazy stories about some pretty wild women. Yes. Um, And I feel like Greta, uh, we were talking about this before we even hit record, but I feel like you embody a lot of aspects about Mm -hmm. both the scriptures. Um, And even like with Luke 1, the story of Mary and Elizabeth, the story of the birth of Jesus and the birth of John the Baptist, how Elizabeth, you know, she's an older woman, Mm -hmm. old generation, Mary's cousin. And then there's Mary, who's like a 14-year-old girl who is being chosen <laughs> to birth the savior of the world, yeah. the long-awaited Messiah, which is yeah. wild. Um, and just think about how um, they had covenant relationship mm-hmm. and there was no comparison or com- like competition even. Like Elizabeth wasn't like, how come I'm birthing the forerunner? I'm the older one. <laughs> like so I've been waiting longer. And yeah. Mary wasn't any way like, yeah. like intimidated. There was covenant. Yes. Um. And I, I've had, I have that with you. Yes. Like I have covenant relation with you, which no. we have a crazy friendship. Uh, we do too, have a crazy friendship. Which you could probably hit on some of that. <laughs> um. And then there's also John four, mm-hmm. the Samaritan woman, the woman at the well, mm-hmm. who has crazy brokenness. Just, mm-hmm. just a crazy story, and how Jesus was literally waiting for her at the well, Mm -hmm. calls her out, and she becomes the first woman evangelist. Just crazy. So there's like the two foundational pieces of the well. So I just think it's no coincidence that (laughs) I have you here. Um, And I just want to even like pick your brain about some of these things. First of all, I, (laughs) since the moment I met you, (laughs) I've known that you have... A crazy testimony. You have a crazy story. And you don't have to go too much in depth because there's a yeah. lot. There's a lot there, there's guys. A lot. <laughs> there's a lot. 
Um, but I would love if you just hit on a few things about your story. Like, mm. how did you even fall in love with Jesus? Mm. What kind of craziness did you come from? Like, mm-hmm. tell us your story a little bit. <laughs> oh, Lordy. <laughs> tell us about who is Greta. Who is Greta? Well, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. It, it really is a joy and an honor to be on here. I'm excited. I'm nervous, but thank you. All the things. Yes. Um, I, I really, I, I feel like this episode, this podcast is going to really hit on some heart pieces for some women. Yeah. I feel like young girls, young girls that are watching middle school girls, mm. high school girls, even elementary. Yeah. Like just, just young girls that are in a place right now where you really might be struggling and deciding your identity yeah and deciding like who am i who do i want to be what am i worth what is my value Hmm. like in that kind of a place um i really feel like there's something that the lord has for you Hmm. and and man what an honor for it to be even a little bit from my life yeah um well you got a lot to give so (laughs) man I feel like this question is never easy to start. Yeah. Where do you <laughs> Where start? Do I From the beginning. I think, I think, you know what? I was thinking about this just now, and I think that the best way I can start, the best way I can even summarize my life and summarize the things that have happened to me is that from the get-go, from the very beginning, the enemy has always tried to steal kill and destroy my identity Hmm. and and that seems so simple or so basic or so oh yeah i didn't but it's the reality of like what happened (laughs) and and even at at conception the things that my mom went through when she was birthing me when she was pregnant with me when she birthed me like even in that moment of of life already forming there was a place that the enemy tried to steal kill and destroy Mm. and and it's crazy how like even even moments like that when a woman is pregnant how much truth or how much lies can transfer into the life that you're carrying that's true and it's and it and it does make me think of of Mary and Elizabeth because both women got pregnant and both women had an encounter with the truth Hmm. and that truth formed the identity of the child inside of them yeah how crazy is that (laughs) and so so to think back at at the conception of of my birth of Hmm. me and and what my mom went through Hmm. formed a truth Hmm. inside of me and and um man when i was when when she was pregnant with me something as simple as i was supposed to be a boy and not a girl Hmm. as simple as that that entered in and created a thought created a truth inside the womb of the what I'm carrying is supposed to be a boy and not a girl. Yeah. And it wasn't her fault, but it happened. Yeah. And 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 so 
yeah, I, I just think from even from that moment, wow, there, there is an attack on our identity. And um, growing up, uh, my family went through a lot of crazy things, a lot of craziness. Um, I grew up in Ukraine. Well, I was born in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was about five, my family moved to the States. We came here as refugees from the Soviet Union. It's so crazy to think about that. Um, Casual. And, mm-hmm, um, my family had lived through so much. Um, they knew what it was like to be persecuted. They knew what it was like to be part of the underground church. They, they knew hard times. Um, and coming here to America, um, we came for a better opportunity for the American dream for you know mm-hmm. for a better life mm-hmm. for safety and it's crazy how in that place the enemy tried to rob my family of their destiny mm-hmm. and and what does he go after marriage mm-hmm. what does he go after the children and and um and I experienced for many many years a broken home mm-hmm. um broken family life um I saw I saw my parents' marriage go through hell and back. Um, me and my younger brother, who came from Ukraine together, experienced a life of hell and back. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of that would chip away at my identity. All of that, the the any kind of physical abuse, any kind of verbal abuse, any kind of um, Tort, any kind of torment, any kind of fear in those in those years was chipping away hmm. at my identity, chipping away at, at, at robbing me of knowing who I was, hmm. robbing me of knowing my place as a daughter, yeah. robbing me of knowing purity, hmm. robbing me of knowing innocence. Robbing me of knowing love and peace and, and, and who Jesus really was. Um, and, and I feel like, I feel like as, as, I got, as I got older, as I hit like around 13, 14, I found myself living in so much confusion, so much depression. Um, I would bottle everything up inside of me Hmm. i don't know about you guys but i i you know i I know that people respond to trauma differently or you know to to crazy home life differently and and for me i would just internalize everything yeah and it created it began to create this like anger and rage on the inside of me that i didn't even know i had or i didn't even understand um i'd bottle everything inside and, and, and I was living in so much fear, in so much darkness, darkness that I didn't even understand, you know? I didn't even understand. There's, man, there's so much as a kid that you just don't have language for. Yeah. That you, yeah, that you don't even realize what the heck is happening around you or to you or the warfare and, and that it really is. Um, it really is a war between life and death. Mm. It really is. Whether I feel like I feel like whether we believe in God or not, whether how no matter how far we are from from 
from God. There will always be the reality of a war over life and death mm-hmm. in each one of us and around each one of us. Mm-hmm. But that's because there is an, a literal reality of God yeah. in this universe yeah. and in this world. Um, and so, so all, all, all that, all that just in my mind, in my heart, constantly living in that place. And, and I would see one thing at home. I would see another thing at school. I'd feel another thing at church. And I grew up in the church. Yes. Which is yes. In the midst of all this. In the midst of all this, I grew up going to church. (laughs) To, to a Slavic Talk about Pentecostal it. church. <laughs> and, 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 and to me, to me, mm-hmm. in my own response, in my own personal response, in my own heart, in my own mind, it didn't make sense. Yeah. And I began to question God. I began to question everything. And I began to, to take steps to, to come to a decision and the conclusion that God didn't exist. Mm-hmm. God isn't real. If he was real, if he cared for me, why would he allow all these things to have happened to me, mm-hmm. um, to have happened to my family? Um, if he was real, you know, why why did I start experiencing any kind of sexual abuse from mm-hmm. a young age? Why did I start experiencing any kind of physical, verbal abuse from a young age? Mm-hmm. Um, why did I feel alone? Why did I feel depressed? Why was there an aching pain inside of my soul every single day? This place where I just wanted to die. Mm-hmm. This place where, where it's like something inside of me told me every day, the only way out is through killing yourself. The mm-hmm. only way out is through killing yourself. Mm-hmm. And I didn't fully understand that place, but it was there. <laughs> it was there. And so... And so... Um, on the outside, I may have not verbalized much, but on the inside of me, in my heart, I made a decision. I no longer believe in God. Mm. I don't believe in him. I don't care for him because he doesn't care for me. And, and I wanted nothing to do with him. And that started to create a rebellion inside of me, a pride inside of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I started um, secretly popping pills mm. at a young age. Um, and it started to form an addiction inside of me. Mm-hmm. But the problem was never a drug addiction. Mm-hmm. It created a 10-year drug addiction. And it wow. went from one thing to another, to another, to another. Um, and, and the issue was never the addiction. It was me trying to numb a pain mm-hmm. inside of my soul, inside of my heart. Yes. Me trying to not feel. Me trying to have no emotions. Me trying to do anything I could to never cry again, mm. anything I could to not feel my surroundings, to not to not feel this aching, this emptiness inside of me, to not to not feel the darkness. Yeah. Um, and and as I, you know, in high school, man, I remember I remember feeling so alone and and so sad all the time. Mm-hmm. sad and angry all the time it was like even even deeper than a depression i don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it but just this constant sadness 
this constant feeling of, of alone, like you have no one to turn to, like you have no one to talk to. You, I, I didn't have a safe place. I didn't feel like I had safety or I didn't feel like I had someone that I could just tell everything to, mm. everything that was going on, everything that I was feeling. Um, and, and I remember just the hopelessness. Yeah. That's what will get you, the hopelessness. The hopelessness. Mm-hmm. The hopelessness would draw me to like constant death. Yeah. In my thoughts, in my actions. Um, I wouldn't let anyone in. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let anyone in. And 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 the crazy thing is, so many moments on the outside, I might have come off as the girl that was happy, or the, or the girl that laughed, or the girl that, you know, everything was okay. <laughs> But nothing was okay. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know, but I really feel like hitting on this right now. Mm-hmm. Because there's something inside of me that can almost feel the pain of this generation. The, the same pain in Gen Z. Yeah. Of feeling so alone. Feeling like you have no one to turn to. Feeling a constant sadness and an ache inside of your heart. Mm-hmm. Hopelessness. Mm-hmm. But, ah, but, but there's a but. No, there really <laughs> is. There really is. There really is. But there is hope. There is hope. There's so much hope. And and I'll I'll jump to a little bit more, and I'll cut it because I feel like I feel like the whole point of sharing a testimony, the whole point mm-hmm. of of a life before Jesus, it is not the glorified. Oh, I did so many bad things and look at all the bad things that I've done and all the bad things that happened to me. No, but it's it's expressing the reality of what my life was like before Jesus. But the whole point is Jesus himself. Yes. The whole point is what happened um in the moment in the encounter with him and everything after. Mm-hmm. That's more powerful. That's that there's more glory, there's more power in that place than in anything that could have happened before. Yes. But but all these things, all these emotions, all these places, all these all these circumstances in my life, they led me down more darkness and more darkness and and that's, and 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 when I was a teenager, I I met a man who um with whom I began to be trafficked with and mm-hmm. for for many years of my life I was trafficked um for many years of my life I saw and that's how hopeless I became. Mm-hmm. That even in that place, I, I found myself talking myself into a reality of this is real life. Mm-hmm. This is the reality of my life and there's no way around it. Mm-hmm. And there's no, like, like I just couldn't imagine a world outside of that. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that there could be anything better outside of that. And I found false safety in that place. Hmm. I found a sense of false protection in that place. I found a place of, of false, what I thought was love and care in that place. Mm-hmm. But it was nothing but lies, nothing but darkness, nothing but emptiness, nothing, nothing but, but this, this need inside of me. Mm-hmm. For for true love that needed to be filled, and I and I and I didn't know I didn't know how 
how else to receive it. Mm-hmm. It's like a God-shaped hole in your heart. Yes. But you were yes. looking for everything and anything. Because the circumstances that led me into the circumstances that led me to being trafficked, a lot of those circumstances was in a way really not not by choice. Right. But yeah. once I found myself in that place. There was something in the darkness that I became comfortable with. Right. And I know, I, if you are watching this and, you, and, and you're a young girl that is finding yourself in a similar situation right now in your life, or maybe you're a woman who's been in it for years, for decades, I know that there is a place inside of you that has found comfort in the darkness yeah because it's a coping mechanism Mm -hmm. it's a way to it's a survival mechanism Mm -hmm. but i want you to know that that's not reality Mm -hmm. that's that place that's not real love that place is not real protection Mm -hmm. that place is not real hope there is something more for your life there is a greater hope for your life There is true love that can be found for your soul, Mm -hmm. for your body, for your mind. And and in the darkness of it all, I really, you know, more drugs, more alcohol, more more sex, more everything. I mean, everything happened in that in that place. Everything happened in that time. This was like kind of when you fully just like let yourself oh, go there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, half, the, half the time, I don't even... Half the, honestly, half the things I don't even have full recollection of. <laughs> That's how crazy it was. Yeah. And, and girls, for women out there that are have found themselves in that same place before or are in it now you know you know they know yeah for sure yeah um and and oh the witchcraft in that place it's real Mm -hmm. it's real i mean that's what it is Mm -hmm. witchcraft and i i I don't i'm sorry if i'm not supposed to say this on here no you're good you know, like, like, Say it like, it like, is. like, that's the reality of that place. And, and, um, and there's something so luring, mm-hmm. so seductive mm-hmm. and painful all at the same time. It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And, um, so the, the amount of times of trying to escape or trying to, or fighting, fighting, fighting for your life. Um, and, and I, I ended up, I ended up escaping from that place. From being trapped. Yeah. I ended up escaping. Um, but, but I remember, I remember the day that I wanted to end my life for good because like that was, that, that was the only, the only, um, like feasible conclusion Mm-hmm. that I could find to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once again, I was like, it has to be death. death. <laughs> um, oh, and, and I forgot to mention, in, that, in, in those years, multiple abortions. Mm-hmm. 
as a, you know, in that place, I would choose death as well. Mm-hmm. You like made a, Over a friend with a death. Fri- yes. Mm-hmm. I became friends with death in every sense of that word. Yeah. And, and, and every time that I became pregnant, every time it ended with an abortion. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's like, that's a whole other... That's a whole other... <laughs> Part two. Oh, man, yeah. I, I, I could go on and on with just that and, like, the the revelations, the crazy... I, actually, I want to share one thing. Okay. I want to share one thing from that moment, if that's okay. Yeah. Do we have time? Yeah. Okay. You know? Um, We're on the journey of when she finds Jesus, so stay yeah. with us. <laughs> but 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 I want to share I want to share one one thing from that time. Um, because it, it does, it ties into Jesus. Yes. But, but I remember, I remember the first time I had an abortion sitting in Planned Parenthood and in the recovery room after the abortion took place, I remember looking around and seeing other women sitting there with me. Mm-hmm. And in a, mo- in a moment, this overwhelming place of, of weeping came over me. And I just began to weep uncontrollably. The whole time, no tears. The moment I sat down in that recovery room, I began to weep uncontrollably. I look around. I see all these women sitting against the wall doing the same thing. Wow. Weeping. And that moment stuck out so much to me. Years later, as I'm following Jesus, he takes me back to that place. And he tells me, do you remember that place? Do you remember that moment? I said, yes, God. Like, how could I forget? I'll never forget that moment. And he said, I want to speak to you about that place. He said, do you want to know why you were weeping? Do you want to know why you saw all those other women weeping with you? And I said, why? And he took me to Psalm 139. Hmm. And he showed me, he said, it's because in, in, in the secret place, in the darkness, I knitted you, I formed you inside your mother's womb. Wow. I saw you, I knew you. I made every single part of you. I made your inner being. And and no matter how far you are from me, no matter how far a person is from me, no matter how much they don't believe in me, no matter how much they run from me, no matter how much they deny me, there will always be your the inner being of a person, of a human that cries out to its creator whenever an injustice is done. Mm. Cries out to the same one who formed you, who made you, who knows you, who knitted you. Mm-hmm. When Because our inner being knows. Yeah. Our inner being knows it says its that. creator. It says that in Psalm mm-hmm. 139 where it says, Wonderful are works my soul knows yes. it. It knows it well. Yes. Crazy. And yes. it reminds me too of like Cain and Abel, where it says his blood cries out to me from the ground. Yes. Like the blood of the innocent. It's crazy. Why, why, why? In the moment where I was about to end my life, I'm about to jump off the Bay Bridge in San Francisco <laughs> and end everything for good. Why is it that right before that moment, I knew to cry out to God? How is it that in that moment, Years of denying him, years of hating him, years of, of, of declaring that, you know, all these lies, all these things against God inside and outside of myself. Why? Right before that moment, I knew 
that the only one I can cry out to, the only one I even wanted to cry out to was God himself. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Psalm 139. You're so nice. Ah, my inner being knew. Yeah. It knew. And guess what? He heard the cry of my inner being in that moment. Mm. And he saved me. He came to my rescue. He stopped me. Long story short, surprise, I'm here. (laughs) Here she is. I'm here. I didn't end my life. Death is not her friend. No, I didn't end my life. Um, God literally, I really believe God sent an angel in that moment to stop me. My car breaks down. Everything breaks down. My radiator gets punctured. Literally, like it, it was insane story. I get, I get arrested on the freeway, stopped by the police because my brother ended up calling in. Um, I, cause he was, he was one of the only people I had said my goodbyes to. I, you know, um, I told him this is it. And, and a week later I ended up in this tiny little church in this tiny house of prayer, really. Um, with my family and God met me prophetically hmm. through, through the pastor of that church um, in a moment where he prayed for me and released this word of knowledge hmm. and prophetic word over me um, and really what that was was God, God showed this man the secrets of my life the secrets of my heart and in that moment, God spoke to me through, through this pastor and told me, I see you. I see your life. I know your pain. I know the things that you have been through. I know the injustices that have been done to you. I know you by name. And God told me, I have something better for you. Hmm. I have so much that I want to bless you with. Hmm. I have so much life to give you. I have so much love to give you. I have so much hope to give you. And he kept telling me over and over, I love you. Mm. I love you. I love you. I forgive you. (laughs) And in that moment, it was like, like life entered my body. Yeah. Breath entered my lungs. Yeah. And it was like this moment of, you know, when you're drowning in the water, in the ocean, and, and you come up for air. Yeah. It was like that. Like everything in me finally came up for air and, and this breath of God was breathed into my being. Yeah. And and oh I'll never I'll never forget that moment, that decision inside of myself. Yes, 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 I wanna give everything to you. Whether I I, I didn't fully understand in that moment. I didn't fully you never know. Really do. You never really do, honestly. <laughs> but I decided, yes, I wanna give everything to this man. Yeah. I want to give everything to follow Jesus. And it was a journey from there. It was a crazy journey from there. Oh, it's a journey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guess what I still had the next day? My addictions. <laughs> Guess what I still had the next day? My fears, my <laughs> struggles, my anger, my rage. All of it on the it's inside. Process. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like, I say yes, and then a Cinderella <gasps> moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. It was not a Cinderella moment. It was not... An, but, but, but man, the journey <laughs> has been worth it. It has been so worth it. And, and, and following Jesus, it's not easy. Oh, it's not easy. Honestly, it's 
easier to be in the world than it is to follow after Jesus. Okay, yeah. say that. <laughs> it's easier to live in darkness than it is to actually put yourself in the position of light. It is. Because guess what? In the light, everything's exposed. It's exposed. Everything's exposed. Light Whether we hide it or not, everything gets exposed. Yeah. It's just the same thing Adam and Eve. Yes. They're exposed, they hid, because that's... It brings shame. There's shame in sin. There's yes. isolation in sin. Uh, yes. But the freedom and the healing and the renewal of your mind, the renewal of my mind that has been taking place all these years. I mean, it's been, I think, six six years now. Hmm. Five, five or six years now. The renewal of my mind, the renewal of my heart, the renewal of my body. Yeah. Oh, the renewal of my soul, the healing and the freedom that Jesus has, has been doing in my life, that does not compare to, to anything that I, could have, that I could have lived in in my past. Yeah. It doesn't compare. Do, does it hurt because all of a sudden you're sober-minded and you're sober in every sense of the word and you're feeling all the things and you're feeling the pain of the freedom and the healing and, and the, the, the pruning and everything. Yeah. Yes. Oh, but, but I wouldn't trade that place for the world. He's so much better. I, yes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade one gaze, one look into his eyes for anything yeah. in my past life. one look into his eyes one look where he sees he sees you he sees the darkness of your soul Mm -hmm. he sees the darkness of your life he knows all the things that you have done (laughs) he knows your sin nothing is hidden from him yes and in that look in his eyes, you see love. Perfect love. You see forgiveness. Yes. You see tears that have been cried for you. You see prayers that have been prayed for you by Jesus. Yeah. You see peace. You see safety. You see a place that you've never known mm-hmm. in your life. True. You see, honestly, perfect love. Mm-hmm. Perfect love. And what does he do? What does he do in that place? He doesn't, he doesn't stand there and say, oh, what a bad person you are. Oh, what a bad, what a bad girl. What a bad woman. What a bad daughter. Mm-hmm. What a bad wife you have been. What a murderer you are. Yeah. No. He looks at you and he extends his arms wide open to you and he says, come, Mm -hmm. come, let me hug you. Come, let me show you how much I love you. Come, Mm -hmm. let me tell you that I forgive you. And he wipes the record clean. Yes. no record. Let me tell you about my father. Yeah. Let me show you who my father is. Let me show you who he's created you to be. Let me show you the truth of your identity, that you are holy, you are righteous, Mm -hmm. you are blameless, you are set apart, you are pure, 
You are innocent. Yeah. You are a daughter. You are a son. Yeah. Let me tell you all these things. And it's just like the woman at the well. Exactly. He, t- he, he tells her, hey, I know what you've done. Mm-hmm. But guess what? There is a better way. Yes. There is forgiveness. There is love. Mm-hmm. Let me show you the love of my father. Let me show you what it means to be a woman who worships in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. Let me show you your original design, mm-hmm. your true identity. Oh, and he filled her with life in that moment. Yeah. And she ran. She had no choice but to tell everyone. How could you not? How can you not when this man that is looking at you doesn't condemn you but forgives you? Mm-hmm. When this man that is looking at you and does sees it all. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, that so is good. the reality of Jesus. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. This is the beauty of Jesus. This is the beauty of this man, of this Jewish man who gave up everything. He had all the glory. He had all the riches. He had had everything that that heaven and earth could have ever offered him. Mm -hmm. And what did he say? He said, Dad, send me. I'll go. I will go. I will give my life. He paid the highest price. Yeah. He paid the highest price. He shed his blood. He put himself onto that cross. He put himself into that grave and resurrected, allowed himself to be resurrected. Yeah. Uh, For me, for you, for you. That's so good. (laughs) Who else has done that? Who else can do that? Who else? What other God? Yeah. There is no other God. Wake up. There is no other God. There ain't no crystals no. or whatever. There is no, there's no tarot cards. There's nope. no crystals. There's no witchcraft. There's no good magic, white magic, black magic, whatever magic. There's no wooden statues, <laughs> no idols. There's, there's no man. There's no woman. There's yes. nothing. Literally nothing in there there's no buddha there's no there's no hinduism there's no other there's just no other higher power no other spiritual being there's nothing there's no i am god Mm -hmm. there is no there's no self there's nothing there's nothing in this whole world that could ever possibly fill you transform you and and active activate and restore to wholeness yeah the fullness of your identity the fullness of your original design the fullness of who god created you to be and place you into your destiny yeah the way that only god can do because he is the way he is the truth he is the life yeah he's the one true god it's only him and i don't care I don't care who, you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. I've been in those places. I've been in those rooms. I've been in those moments. I've searched. I've, I've been involved. And there's nothing that can convince me otherwise. Yes. There is no greater power. There is no greater love. There literally is no greater love. Yes. 
Did your tarot card die for you? Did your crystal <laughs> die for you? Did no. your idol die for you? Does it speak back to you? <laughs> Did that spirit that visits you die for you? No. <laughs> no. Who has shed their blood for you? When you cut yourself, are you dying for your... No. Yes. No. What? Keyboard. No. Jesus. Yes. Jesus. 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 Yes. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> it's only Jesus. It's only Jesus. And I just, I feel like there's, there's so much in your story mm-hmm. that I feel like anyone watching this right now could pull from. And could relate to in some aspects, even if, you know, their story didn't look the way yours did or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like a huge thing that you're hitting on right now. Um, and in a moment, I want you to just pray. <laughs> just pray for anyone yeah. watching and listening to this. Because I feel like there's just so much that's being, like, pressed on. Mm. Um, but a, a huge thing that I'm really sensing is just, like, the way that no matter where you are... Mm. Whether you're a mom, whether you're single, a wife, a daughter, whatever your quote-unquote title or path of life is right now. Um, I feel like the Lord is just like like roaring over you over and over again. I know you. Yes. Like, I see you. Yes. I'm, I'm the one who made you. Yeah. So whether you find yourself in yeah. a really dark place like Greta was, or maybe you're, you know... You're, you love Jesus. You've been serving him for years and years and years. But, you know, maybe you struggle with believing like God knows you or, or any wherever you are right now. Yeah. I just feel like there's so much that Greta is sharing right now and hitting on yeah. um, that is just roaring over you. <laughs> like, And I want to say one more thing. Yes. I, I, I really, I, I feel like I want to say to the girl that's being trafficked right now. Hmm. Man, Jesus, Jesus is your protector. Jesus is the one who will stand in defense over your life. It's Jesus, Jesus is your greatest love. He sees you and he knows you. And whether you ended up in that situation by choice or not by choice, it doesn't matter, he knows you by name. He knows you by name. He knows you by name. I feel like I even hear names right now. Hmm. Rebecca. Hmm. Trinity. Patience. Anna. Amy. Laura. He knows you by name. Yes. He sees you. Veronica. Truth. I feel like that's, that's a name. Hmm. Truth. He sees you and he has a way out for you. Yes. He has a way out for you. Whether you feel like it's hopeless, whether you feel stuck, whether you might even feel comfortable, he has a way out for you. He has a greater love for you. Mm-hmm. And, and those men, those women that you're surrounded by, they could never do for your life what Jesus has already done for your life. They could never give their life for you the way that Jesus has already given his life for you. 
They could never protect you. They could never show you a sense of safety, a sense of security, a sense of, of, of love in a way that Jesus has for you. Mm-hmm. They could never fill that place the way that Jesus wants to fill that place. Yes. And if you just let him, if you just call, his, call on his name today mm-hmm. and ask him, Jesus, show me. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus, speak to me. Jesus, encounter me in this place. Jesus, I need a way out. Watch. Watch what he does. Yeah. He did it for me. He literally did it for me. Mm-hmm. And, and he's literally given me a supernatural covering and protection over my life. Yes. There are resources for you, yes. But guess, guess what? There is no greater resource than Jesus. Yes. No greater resource than one moment with him because he will change everything. Would you even like pray that yeah. over uh, like anyone watching? If you're resonating with this right now, just receive mm-hmm. like Greta's going to pray for you. Just open up your heart and just receive mm-hmm. like the spirit of God right now. Yeah. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that you are here. Yes, God. Thank you that in the midst of darkness, you are light. Thank you that in the midst of chaos, you are the key to calming every storm. You are the Prince of Peace. You are the way, the truth, and the life. We acknowledge you, Jesus. We acknowledge that. We declare that. We agree with that, that you are the way, the truth, and the life. I pray for every woman that is watching this right now, for every young girl, for every, for every older woman, for every mother, every single mother, whatever stage of life that they might find themselves in. I ask Jesus that you would visit them right now. Yes, Jesus. That you would encounter them right now. Every girl that's being trafficked, every girl that's finding herself in a moment of deciding between life or death, every girl that's finding herself in a moment of choosing to have an abortion or to not have an abortion, Jesus, meet that girl right now. Speak to that girl right now your words of life. Speak to that girl right now your words of love. Would the tangible love of the Father fall over them right now in Jesus' name. The tangible love of the Father fall over them and cover them supernaturally right now in Jesus' name. Yes, God. Would it break off every place of darkness? Would it break off every place of death? I speak clarity, clarity into the minds of every girl. Peace and clarity into every mind and every heart. Life, life, life. I prophesy life over you. You will live and not die. The life you are carrying will live and not die. 
the place that you are being trafficked in. You will live and not die. You will find a way out. Jesus is your way out. Jesus is the greatest way out. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus into those places. Jesus into those places. Father, I ask for mercy, 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 mercy. Would you have mercy over every woman that's finding themselves trafficked, over every woman that has said yes, even even knowingly to prostitution. Mercy over their life, mercy over their life. Open their eyes to seeing how valuable they are. Open their eyes to seeing the truth of their identity. Open their eyes to knowing how worthy they are before you, how worthy they are before you of respect to their body, respect to their mind, respect to their heart, to their soul, that they are not just a piece of meat, that they are not just someone to be used, that they are not just someone to be abused, but that they they have great value in the kingdom. They have great honor in the kingdom, that they are pure, that you see them with eyes of purity. Jesus, open their eyes to seeing your face right now in front of them. I just see Jesus' face before you right now. And he sees you with eyes of purity. He sees you with eyes of love. He sees you with eyes of innocence. And he wants nothing more from you than to simply love you. He wants nothing more from you than to simply show you who you are. He doesn't want your body. He doesn't want to take advantage of you. He doesn't want to ever force himself onto you. He doesn't ever want to torment you or put you into a place of fear. He simply wants to embrace you. Yes with the purest touch that you will ever feel, with the most innocent touch that you will ever feel, the most innocent kind eyes that you will ever see, the most forgiving love that you will ever experience. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. You are his beloved. You are his beloved. You are his beloved. You are the beloved daughter of a father, a perfect father in heaven who loves you. You are his beloved. You are his beloved. You have been fearfully and wonderfully made. You have been fearfully and wonderfully made. There is no shame in this place. There is no condemnation in this place. There is no guilt in this place. There is no pride in this place. There is no torment or fear in this place. There is no suffering in this place. There is safety in this place. There is real safety for you. In this place with Jesus, with the Father, with the Holy Spirit. There is freedom and healing in this place. Yes. There is wholeness and restoration in this place. There is hope in this place. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, for Holy Spirit, for every encounter with you today. Yes, God. For every woman that has seen the face of Jesus today. Yes, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Fill them. Yes. Fill them, Holy Spirit. Fill them with your fire. Yes, God. Fill them with your power. Fill them with your glory. Fill them with your love in this moment. Yes, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your love. For your love that runs after us. That doesn't give up on us. That chases us down until we are found. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for turning hearts today. Thank you, Father. Lord, we just thank you, God, for Greta. Thank you, Lord, for the story that she shares, God, of your goodness, of hope, Mm -hmm. the story that she bears, God, um, that there is no heart too hard. There is no soul too lost, Jesus. Thank you, God, that Greta is a representation of what you want to release in women Mm -hmm. everywhere, all across the globe, Lord. So, Mm -hmm. Father, we just give you glory for Greta's life. Thank you, Jesus, that there's so many who are listening right now who identify and God, who are going to receive and who have received the hope found in you. So we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. <laughs> That's my bestie. Uh, well, this might have not turned out the way we planned. Well, that's okay. I planned to have a conversation with you. I planned to hear your story, and I planned for Jesus to come. So, amen. Well, we love you guys so much. I love you, Greta. Thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing your story. And if there's anyone watching this right now and you're not following us on Instagram, make sure you go to at the underscore well underscore women. I think that's the... The username. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's it. Um, And also, we have an app, the Well Women app. Um, So make sure you go to your app store and download that app to hear more amazing testimonies and stories like this woman. So we love you guys so much. We love you. Have the best day ever. Bye.